Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia and Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Quackaman. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Delisle, a.k.a. Hi. Quackaman. I'm Quackaman. <laughs> so, Quackaman, are you more of a duck or more of just a, a person that really likes crackers? I have a cloaca, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a lot. You know, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. One hole to rule them all. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Well, speaking of, uh, well, I'm not sure how to transition to this. The speaking of, of what I said. never enough, I'm so glad that we have our friend, the writer, the skateboarder who really likes to uh, coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cole Nowicki. How are you, Cole? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me back. Thanks so much for program. putting up with the past 14 minutes of absolute nonsense from me. It's only yeah. been nine minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I love it. You got a bit of bonus nonsense from me earlier. Uh, I invented a new segment, Alicia, sorry, before you joined the Zoom call called uh, Pee or Poo Preference, where we ask our guests, what do you like better, <laughs> pee or poo? Like doing right. it or looking at it or smelling it? Um, however you choose to interpret it. Mm. It's kind of a honking on, yeah, honking on yeah. Bobo type situation. Mm-hmm. You chose right. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. If there's really clear, <laughs> clear advantages, no pun I mean, intended. if you've had enough uh, water to drink, then yeah, it should be. Yeah. Um, Cole, what have you been up to? It's been a while. I, yeah, it's been a minute. I've been <laughs> sitting here at my desk, yeah, mm-hmm. looking into my computer screen as uh-huh. I'm doing now. Uh, occasionally, I'll go outside. Oh, uh, feel the sun. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go outside later and feel the the cold night air, and I'm gonna get some toilet paper. Feel the moon. Mm. Are you completely yeah. out, or are you the type of person that gets it in advance? I got two rolls left. Yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect pace. Yeah, don't want to don't want to put myself in a dangerous spot, um, mm-hmm. but also don't need to to hoard. Yeah, that's really smart. My dad came for a visit last weekend, and he and my brother put together a kind of a survival kit, the beginnings of a survival kit. I did not expect this, but uh, oh. I'm great. I'm really grateful for it, and it's very thoughtful, and it's all this like freeze dried emergency rations food, and I think. Because like if it was just myself, it would last like two months. Wow. And my dad also arrived with half of a bag of like a large cottonelle, like several cottonelle toilet paper rolls. And he's like, you should put this with your emergency supplies. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm going to use that and then totally forget to replace it. And just the look of disappointment on my dad's face that he just knew that like. But he lives in a house like you live in an apartment. You don't really have space for like emergency toilet paper like if it's in your home you're gonna use it i think i can make space i think i really can make space for this but if i were to move out of this apartment i just have to give up immediately during a crisis like an earthquake yeah because i do have some room if i just would stop hiding things in closets like Mm. full kitchen tables etc skeletons yeah those skeletons i have some skeletons in my closet and going to going to die with yeah it's my mom and my my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not good. Um, it's your bone collection. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all got our things. Yeah. Cole, do you have any bones? Uh, Besides your own personal skeleton. 
besides my own personal skeleton, I have I have a moth trap hanging on the wall in my closet that's been there for a number of years. So there's just moth bones, moth corpses. Uh, I really skeletons. should take it down, uh, but it's just there. It's not even effective anymore because it's full. It's art now at this point. Do you still have moths? Uh, no. I think okay. maybe it maybe it serves as a warning. Yeah, yeah, I'd leave it up. I'd leave it up. Yeah. It's kind of like when you put chestnuts in the corner mm-hmm. to ward off spiders. Oh, for spiders. That's then for like sand, for sand me. They're, the chestnuts always become encased in cobwebs. And I'm like, well, you, you, you won this one, spiders. You know, I've actually never heard that it worked, but I know that people do it. And yeah. a friend of mine has arachnophobia quite seriously. And she moved into... Uh, ground floor suite in East Van, like, you know, this is the story's from 20 years ago. Still God. And <laughs> she was so freaked out. She had so many wolf spiders. And I had just moved into a similar situation right off of Canby Street. And she had told me that she had heard about the chestnuts. And she came home and every corner had a wolf spider sitting on a chestnut. <laughs> yeah, it just elevates them. They're like, oh, thanks. I have a better view now. <laughs> hey, Kelly, if you're listening, I love you. Hey, spiders, if you're listening. <laughs> I I feel badly, but I have a pet spider in a corner in the living room and I leave them alone. I vacuum around them. Everything's fine. But the other day I saw it going after Hank and oh. I just had this moment of panic. I don't think it was intentionally going after Hank, but it looked like it was going after mm. Hank. And Hank is my most precious uh, cargo. <laughs> I, uh <laughs> And I just yelled at my dad. I was like, kill it. <laughs> I killed it. Oh, wow. Because uh, I, I don't, no, don't actually recognize a spider. That took I've a never seen one like real it. Real turn. <laughs> well, here's the good news. That was not my pet spider. Okay. That was a second spider of okay. the same species. And uh, as I mentioned, not familiar with this brand of spider. It's smaller. <laughs> and it's all black. And it, don't know what it is. Okay. At my girlfriend's place, under the baseboard in her kitchen, there was a spider that just used to poke like three to four, <laughs> f- three to four legs out, and oh, maybe like so part cute. of its torso. Oh. And just like we'd be having breakfast, and there it is, just I don't know, maybe being a part of things. And, a nosy neighbor. Yeah, and I'd like get down there, and I'd try to just look at it, see how it's doing, say hello, and it would recede, and then it would eventually come out again. And uh, this went on for weeks. And then, uh, then he was gone. Mm. Oh. Moved on. What kind of spider was it? Was it a big one? Uh, yeah, big scary one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can get right in between those baseboards and stay there. Yeah. They're allowed. Yeah. They're taking care of the other bugs mm-hmm. that you don't want in there. Yeah. Just don't come after my dog and we're fine. Yeah. I, yeah. if there's one that's like got a job to do, like in the corner of my shower, I'm like, Hey buddy. Let me know what you need and I'll I'll do it. I never I can't even reach up there, so I'm not cleaning up there. Mm-hmm. Like have at it. Yeah, I'm not great at uh, dusting. <laughs> it's te- a terrible job. Yeah, I think probably some people do really enjoy it in the way that I enjoy other cleaning tasks. But dusting is you know rates pretty low for joy in my brain. I find it to be pretty cathartic in the same way that lawn mowing is. Is that you can oh. see the progress as you go. That's yep. true. I find it frustrating, though, because it, it shows up again so quickly. Yeah. Mm. Or I may not have noticed it, and then I feel really guilty for being yeah. a slob. Well, I'm because I'm so short, I can't see the top of a lot of surfaces. 
And only when I change the lighting in a lot of areas in my small apartment, am I like, oh, this is covered in dust. Well, I just won't put the light that way again. <laughs> but like most dust is shedded skin. So I think like if we want to get to the heart of the problem, let's just get rid of our skin. Let's just become skeletons. Mm. And it all comes back around to the bone zone. We're talking skeletons. <laughs> You're listening to The, the Boneyard. Bone we got a Quacker Man. We got a Coleslaw. And we got mm-hmm. Bone Lord over here. <laughs> oh, bone, bone Lord. Lord. Speaking of Bone Lords, the name of this podcast is Retail Nightmares. Um, call me the queen of segues. And they is nobody uh, and queen of is nothing. And I, I just made it up. Uh, Cole, do you have a retail experience, dream, or nightmare you'd like to share with us? Or fantasy. Mm, fantasy. Oh. Uh, I think it's more of a nightmare. And I this may be not exactly retail, but... It, does a call center count as retail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Customer well, just, service counts. Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't had like too many direct customer service positions, uh, but I did work at a call center. I believe it was called Zentel with an X. Mm-hmm. I can't even guess what they were selling. Yeah. Uh, this was about 12 years ago, and I don't have a, a very clear memory, but I was trying to get people to donate money to various charities that I don't remember the name of. Oh, but every person that the machine that you sit at and then it just randomly goes through phone numbers, it seemed that everybody that I was contacting was elderly. Right. And it felt strange morally to be asking people for money, even if it might have been a good cause. I don't remember. But to just be asking folks who, you know, maybe sitting there using up their retirement savings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to give money to me, this young man sitting in a, in a sweaty office in downtown mm-hmm. Vancouver. Uh, and I lasted until noon. <laughs> so just one day? Half a day. Half a and day, then, wow. And then I went up to the, the very nice fellow whose name I can't remember, and I said, I don't like this. And he said, that's okay. And then he cut me a check for 60 bucks. And wow. Then I left. Well, that just shows that that must happen often enough that they have like a... A Emergency checkbook in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're probably not the first who hasn't lasted a full day. I applaud that they actually paid you for your time because so many stories of people quitting jobs right away. That was just free labor they put in. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same experience, which I've told at least 8,000 times on the podcast, where <laughs> I went for call center training because my friend's dad owned the business and somehow right. she thought I would be great for it. Like she's recruiting for her dad, who was a crook. That's weird. And the le- all of the leads were at were all seniors to sell them credit card insurance that they didn't need. Wow. So, and I also left midday. And uh, yeah, good for you. Call center work is so hard, and I think that a lot of people do it because they absolutely have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. I just don't have the the skill set for it, I don't think. I don't like initiating conversations. No. What? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Once I'm a part of a conversation, that's fine. Right. (laughs) Like, this is good. I'm having a good time. But we are too. I wasn't I wasn't the first one in the Zoom chat. That's oh. true. I started this at noon. I've just been <laughs> holding out <laughs> hope that someone would uh what's it called? Zoom bomb me. Oh. 
that's a really I I think that's a very uh, astute thing to know that you're not you're not a fan of because like yeah initiating is uh is not the most fun it's like jumping out there like you're on one of those skateboards and you you know it's that <laughs> first drop down into the mm-hmm. bowl and you're like <laughs> am i talking toilets or <laughs> skateboards what am i talking no, about no this is perfect um yeah like that's the that's the part cuz you have no idea what you're going to be met with like even on the phone or in person like it's it is i'd say even myself a person who I think listeners, it's safe to say, uh, know that I can talk a lot. I don't like initiating conversations. It's no fun. I do it all day long for work. So I think that I like to not do it, but I don't mind. But you're used to it at this point. Yeah, I like to get to know people too. Like I like to draw people out of their shells. It's like a a thing that I enjoy, like as long as it's consensual and they're enjoying it too. So I just like to draw Uh, people. Yeah, I like to just draw one thing, and it's dicks. Um, Cole, Sorry. thanks for sharing that with us. I've had a lot of I had a lot of customer service uh, type things happen during my dad's visit because we ate out once a day. Oh wow! Which is like the most I've eaten out in two years, and <laughs> lucky it, it was like everything was great. Like I went, we went to Canadian Superstore, and my dad is so sweet. He's even though like I'm, you know. much closer to 50 than I am uh 20 he's like let me buy you a bunch of groceries and that's so so nice yeah and anyways the the car load full of freeze-dried goods he already (laughs) brought you it didn't accept for a couple of reasons like I usually don't eat that much and then I end up wasting things so I'm trying not to do that but also like I'm grown up and he's retired and it's really sweet so we ended up just getting a ton of snacks Mm -hmm. which was really fun too and then we went to one of my favorite places uh, called House of Dosa, which is just at night mm. and Kingsway. Mm-hmm. And it's been there for ages. And I, it's one of the few places I've eaten by myself during the pandemic. And every time I've gone in, it's just been understandably empty. But it, but it was good? Yeah. Well, when we got there, like they checked our vaccine status and our ID. And we sat down and there's one other table of boisterous women who taught music. I taught music or they worked in theater and I realized I was like so not used to hearing people talk and then by the end of the time that we were there and I didn't feel nervous at all and it didn't bother me the restaurant was almost full and I felt this like overwhelming emotion because I was so worried about so many small businesses that I rely on and love and cherish and not making it through the pandemic so it was such a great feeling to see people being there and enjoying and it filling up and yeah, so that was like a nice experience. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it made me feel feel a lot. And one of the things I was feeling too was I was feeling very claustrophobic because I'm not used to being around people who are having a good time and enjoying mm-hmm. food and chatting and being, you know, social and normal-ish. And yeah, loud theater people doing jazz hands. Yeah, and then there's like a really boisterous guy behind me that was dressed in like kind of like the comic book store guy from the Simpsons a little bit mm-hmm. and had that same energy and he had a fanny pack and I, part of me for a moment was like is this just a, a world I've created in my own mind <laughs> and this is not even happening at all and the food was so good and then we went to this beautiful store that uh, is called Mid-Century Home which is on Kingsway but closer to Windsor Street 
And every single piece of furniture in there has been like lovingly restored. And it's all from the 50s. Oh, wow. And uh, it's like a feast for the eyes and a nightmare, nightmare for the pocketbook. So I just go in there and look at things and then run out and look on Craigslist for them. Um, yeah, wow. so it was it was a good little tour of places I like to go. On Superstores. Bonkers, too. That's great. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I, I thought you said Canadian superstar. And at first I thought you meant Canadian tire. And I'll, we went there too. And my I dad was like, ask second. somebody for help. And I'm like, that's not what you do. Canadian tire dad. Don't ask anyone for help. <laughs> I thought for a second, your dad wanted to buy you groceries there. And then he wound up getting snacks there. And I was like, oh no, that weird brand of like Frank nuts. Yeah. That's yeah, called Frank. Here's a bag of marshmallows by the checkout. I need these. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually I must confess, I love mush, uh, mushrooms and marshmallows. I don't Ooh. know why I said mushrooms. I love marshmallows, just a raw marshmallow. Mm. Do you think they'd be good together? Um, I bet some. I feel like a shiitake, like a sauteed shiitake, maybe like a little bit caramelized would be nice with marshmallow. Like a s'more style, but with the mushroom? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Like a slippery, yeah. an even more slippery s'more. I still never had a s'more. I think it's going to be my thing I never try. Oh. Yeah. Well, everyone's got their thing. Yeah. What about you, Jessica? I I mean, I really ha- I haven't really gone into any shops. I've just been buying groceries online, which I love love to do. Love to support uh, Spud. Get my groceries delivered every Wednesday, which is also Burger Day. But I guess I mean I guess it's a retail dream. Um, Sometimes you don't get everything that you order and sometimes you get uh, things you didn't order. And I opened up my delivery yesterday and there was a uh, pineapple in it. Oh, just a pineapple. so beautiful. And I did not order a pineapple. You kept reaching into the box and the whole musical cabaret came out. <laughs> I mean, that's what I ordered. Yeah. One cabaret. Yeah. But yeah, now I have a whole pineapple. One of the best fruits going. This is my potato business, I guess. Potato business. Do you- Doesn't count. Uh, yeah, they're an earth apple, right? Potato business. Nope. It's like an anana. Anana. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever bought, maybe like one time I've bought a pineapple. I think one time I was gifted a pineapple for, on my birthday. So I just have this pineapple and I have to figure out uh, what to do with it. Just have to smell the bottom to know it's ready. What is it oh. supposed to smell like? Sweet. It smells pretty good. It looks quite ready, actually. It looks perfect. It's a yeah. healthy looking pineapple. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes if you pull out a leaf, it'll let you know as well. Oh, yeah. I, I just pulled out a lot of leaves. I heard you. I was <laughs> like, what is she doing? Sorry, I was fidgeting. Uh, and then I was like, well, I guess it's time to talk about this. I also realized I have my pineapple uh, lip balm. I just yeah, I think that pineapples. pineapple is like ready to go. Yeah, well, I guess I'll have pineapple for dinner tonight then. So good. I never know how to cut them right. I feel like there's like danger zones. Well, you can cut them in half and then like cut like you would an avocado and mm-hmm. scoop out. Or you can do the skin as well on the outside. Like you want to cut off the top and the bottom so it's a bit more stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cut off the skin. But I think the other way around, you get less of the little eyes to dig um, out. I often just end up eating so much of the bark. You're probably not supposed to. Yeah, I feel like I do that. Like I'll take off the outside parts, 
But apparently, like, I feel like I've seen so many Instagram videos that are like alternative ways to eat a pineapple. And I'm like, well, now's my chance. Because I think I saw a video of like, maybe like a small monkey of some kind eating them. And like each little section on the outside of the pineapple, like you can separate the fruit. And then it's like a little handle. Yeah, it's like a little... It's like how you can split a banana into thirds by just like poking your finger in the end. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like if you slice a banana, a cross section of a banana, like medallions, they have like a three. Yeah. A try. So if you like, once you peel a banana, you could stick your finger like in either end. And if you just like gently push through, it'll like divide into thirds. Wow. Lengthwise. Mm. Because you'd have to touch it. Yeah, welcome to Fruit Hacks. Uh, <laughs> what do you prefer, pee or poo? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, pee, apple, or poo, apple? Well, that's a pretty good surprise, getting a beautiful piece of fruit in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a retail surprise and like not cheap. Like, I don't think I would ever order it because I looked it up afterwards and it was $8. So I was like, yeah. Wow. I only ever buy them when they're on super sale. But I love that. Uh, I think what I had ordered that was missing was onions. So someone mistook oh. uh, onions for pineapple. Classic mistake. <laughs> Make it all the time. Yeah. So we've just been substituting. Uh, I had a real weird burger. Now, I guess that would probably taste pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. A teriyaki burger. Red Robin style. I can only imagine. But yeah, I'll probably just like cut it up and put it in a smoothie. You're going to touch it a bit more. I'm going to touch it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's loud for you. The only thing that's really loud is when you type, which you don't do very often. No. And, but if we're ever like on a call, it's so funny because it was it's absolutely normal levels of typing. But the microphone picks it up and it's like that cat, the cat video. Keyboard cat. cat. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of keyboard cats, uh, I think we've got some segments to do. Yeah. One is called, what's your favorite pee or poo? <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, no, we're not doing that one. It's not been, I, it, we haven't talked to the board about it. It hasn't been canonized yet. It's mm-hmm. up for, up for uh, debate. But before you got on the Zoom call, though, uh, Cole and I were discussing a recent mystery that happened to him, though. And I, oh. I, I was like, Honestly, I have a lot of questions, but I wanted to save them for the podcast because I wanted you to hear and also our listeners. Yeah, Um, this is great. So Cole has a newsletter, which I have now subscribed to, and I'm very excited, where you write about... about, It's a piss newsletter. (laughs) And I was like, sign me up. I'm the number one fan of number one. (laughs) Going number one. Um, No, but you had a pee mystery happen. I don't want to like... I haven't even read it, so I don't want to. I don't want to be the one who talks about it. But tell us yeah. everything. I did come face to face with my own personal pee mystery recently. Oh, <laughs> did it go back up inside? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so impressive. Uh, no, it's scarier, in fact. Okay. So it's sort of, I guess you could say, a phantom pee. I Ooh. was taking my regular midday nap. <laughs> and I woke up and I went to the balcony window, looked out, took in the sunshine, and then uh, a curious glint caught my eye. And I looked down and there was just this shimmering stream of urine on my balcony. And I was, I was like, who, who did this? 
this is a pea mystery. Yeah. And so this is actually at a moment where uh, I had a bit of a COVID exposure scare. So I was already isolating. So I had a lot of time on my hands. So I really committed to trying to solve this mystery. And I live on the third floor. So it's not probably just not a human taking a wee. Okay. Got a lot of birds because of my bird feeder. But birds don't pee big. No, and their pee is also poo. That's right. So I was looking up squirrels. I have, I've never seen a squirrel on my balcony. Um, so I watched uh, probably too many videos of squirrels peeing just to see how big they Good. pee. Okay. Good. <laughs> and they could pee pretty big, but not how big of a pee that this was. Right. What if it was many squirrels? It could have been. <laughs> Having a pee party? A squad of squirrels. I think I'm going to get to the bottom of this, but you go on. Um, and then I recently got new neighbors and I haven't have still haven't met them, and I know they get a right. lot of Amazon packages delivered, like three a day. Um, so I don't know if they're like maybe feeding a. Creep. So you got a lot in common. Yeah, so <laughs> I know they they could have like a, maybe a creature that they're feeding, because uh, there's a dividing yeah. wall between our balconies and the little space underneath. Maybe something had escaped and peed while I was sleeping, perhaps sure, looking at me supine on the couch while it was doing it. Mm-hmm. It's like that does it for me. Here come the waterworks. We're not allowed to say supine on the... That's the, that's the the magic word of the day. You win. <laughs> supine. Mm. Um, you got the pineapple. Thank you. But ultimately, I still don't know who peed on my balcony. History. Really? It's a history. <laughs> I love it. So are you certain? My first question is, are you, are you certain it was pee? I got down there. And at first, also, this was back in late December and it was frozen. So I couldn't couldn't get a good whiff. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I got really close to touching it, and then I didn't because it wouldn't sure, wouldn't have course. told me anything. Um, but as uh, Jess and I were talking about previous, it was quite a dark pee. Yeah. Uh, so I hope there's whoever uh, there's a photo. I hope whoever uh, laid that stream down. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope they're okay. Seems yeah. like they got a lot of a lot of well, toxins. Well, I haven't seen the photo yet, but I also have some alternate theories yes please what if it's dirty water from a hanging plant uh there are no hanging plants in the vicinity okay okay so and also i already suggested multiple squirrels so those were my two (laughs) ideas uh yeah i mean you probably don't get that many raccoons up there i haven't seen any that's a that's a larger mammal also it's the middle of the day that this that you notice this Mm -hmm. so could somebody have peed on the balcony beside you and it would have just run into your side well here's the thing so the stream of urine is coming so if i'm standing right at the balcony door the stream of urine is going straight out towards the front of the balcony so it would seem that maybe a creature was literally looking at me while i was sleeping and peeing (laughs) it was me sorry (laughs) it was me i gotta come clean this is so hard (laughs) listening to it not admitting it's nice to have closure. Yeah, I just, I came over specifically to pee and then I saw you were asleep and I was like, well, it'll rain soon. And then it didn't. Mm. It just got colder. And that, that's so and weird. that frozen pond of urine was there for <laughs> about a week. Wow. Because it mm-hmm. was in the cold, the cold times. And you were still investigating. Yeah. So you didn't want to tamper with exactly. that. A little crime scene tape mm-hmm. and cones and you got out your CSI kit. Exhibit. <laughs> P- P. P. <laughs> so weird. Sorry. 
I guess it's not something you could really report to your landlord without seeming maybe a little bit unhinged. Mm-hmm. But this this reminds yeah. me of a mystery I had on my balcony a very long time ago, many, many years ago, like over 10 years ago, different apartments ago. But I had one of those wraparound balconies, like a porch. It was an older building. Uh, it was like a old heritage house that had been broken up into units. And so if you came up the front steps, you could also then go onto the porch. So that's where I kept my bike locked. And I went to take my bike one day. It was like I had to go to the dentist. So I think it was like an early appointment. And it was early in the morning. I unlocked my bike. I put my hand on my handlebar and I felt a liquid, which was viscous. I was like, did someone mm. jizz on my handlebars? Oh no. Also, like, what else could it be? It was, I was just like pretty sure. And I was like, I have to bike right now. <laughs> like, I can't burn this handlebar. <laughs> and so I think I just like quickly washed my hand and washed it off. But like the mystery remains, but like the evidence, I had to get rid of it really quickly because I was going to be late for the dentist. But I was like, what's happening here? What else could it be that feels like that? It was really weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, I made it like a crime. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk about it, but I yeah. don't want to talk about it. Like I have also theories, but that would also bring up a real comparison, like compare and contrast fluids and mm-hmm. uh, with fluids. Yeah. And I feel like maybe people are listening to this when they're eating lunch yeah, or like while they're and they've already gone through multiple segments called what do you peer prefer? Poo? Peer well, poo. Turn in, listeners, <laughs> yeah. we want to know from you. Um, mm. Do you think anyone's listening to this while they're getting married? oh yeah for sure okay well congratulations that's why we make that podcast you son of a guns (laughs) what yeah you crazy i object yeah sorry (laughs) call call it i I love seeing people's apartments on zoom i feel like i can imagine the layout of your apartment yeah it's uh it's small uh this is pretty pretty much Mm -hmm. it you've seen it Um, floor third floor you've got a little window into the kitchen it looks like yep it looks like there's something growing in that pot but there isn't that's just some green onions sitting on the counter that are growing out of a separate cup oh Oh. clever optical illusion so is that pot up for grabs that's free real estate right there well i i had several different plants that were living in it but it doesn't get the most sunlight so Mm. it's a it's a bit of a, a a dead zone unfortunately and uh, so now yeah. they're just empty. I should probably do something with it. Classic. But if you want the pots, you can have the pots. No, I just, this happened to me today. This is a bit of like a, a retail uh, ongoing saga. But it's just like, my plants are always sending out new plants. And, mm. you know, you're always needing to divide and repot and everything and things outgrow. And I feel like no matter what, I'm always buying new pots and whenever I need one I don't have one or I I mean I do give them away too and then like if it's a pot without drainage then you need like an inner plastic pot and then sometimes they don't work like there's no standard sizing and then so I've taken now because I have several pots without drainage that don't fit normal inner pots so I've take I've like paper mache my own inner pots and I've added drainage and then I'm going to coat those so they're waterproof. But I'm, in, I'm at the sanding stage right now. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so I went today and I bought two pots. And I was sort of going into this long spiel to the 
woman working in the store and she was like, I have the same struggle. It's ongoing. And I'm like, there should be some sort of like buy nothing group where it's just like a pot exchange, (laughs) not weed. I mean, maybe weed could be in there too, because I feel like everyone probably has at any given time, like a few empty pots that are in transitional stages with their plants. And yeah, I'm just always buying them. Like I obviously, if I see a free one in an alley, I'll grab it if it's in good shape. But it's not really pot grabbing from alley season right now, as I learned when I went outside and I was like, oh, it snowed. I didn't know. What? (laughs) It was a surprise to all of us. Yeah. And my footwear, especially. Oh, I bet. Speaking of surprises to all of us, Cole, if you could be a demon, what kind of demon would you be? I think first I'd be tired. <laughs> Demeaning, I would imagine, to be hard work. I'd probably be a content marketing demon. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You know, that's it's draining. Okay. So you're just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Day in, day out, marketing different products mm-hmm. for Satan? what do you call them? Hellions to use okay. in their own personal yeah. hellscapes. Oh. They don't make anyone's lives better. Of course, they have to okay. make them worse. Yeah, torture mm-hmm. implements. It's tough to convince people to buy something that's going to actively harm them. But you're good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm you're like gifted. A, I'm wizened. Been doing it for a while. You're a husk. Um, yeah. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, that's hell, baby. <laughs> that is hell, baby. No one said hell was going to be fun. Could be, though. But I think it is. Yeah. If it exists. I like it. And I also respect it. You respect hell? I respect uh, demons that make content. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I respect it. Yeah. Marketing demons. Jessica, how about you? Uh, I'm going to be a bodily fluid demon (laughs) uh, who just, you know, whatever one you don't want at the moment, I'm going to make a pier and it's mm. it's going to be a surprise. Did you visit Cole's balcony in December? I already admitted that I did. That's right. That's right. We should have known. Foreshadowing. Me and a big party of squirrels. <laughs> yeah. You, you just put on a nice new pair of jeans. Boom. You're going to cream them. Uh, oh, yeah. You have your mask on boom here come the waterworks mucus out your nose (laughs) and the rest you know like i'm just i'm wet i visited Mm -hmm. my bike a few years ago (laughs) you don't remember (laughs) tried to go for a ride realized it was locked removed my jizz encrusted hand from the handlebar so yeah i'm a i'm a disgusting sort of like amorphous dripping just like slimer uh, yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. kind of like, That's there's cute. definitely, definitely ectoplasm in there. A big fan. 
Big fan. Another mysterious liquid, like what, or is it a liquid substance? You just reminded me that it's almost Easter egg season at Purdy's from this conversation. So <laughs> that's what you got from that. Yeah. Because the creamy eggs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Can't wait. Creamy centers. Can't wait. Yeah, well, you better hope that you get to those eggs before I do, because I'm going to replace those creamy centers with something you don't want. You don't know that I don't want it. Lymph? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not lymph. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not lymph, you dirtbag. <laughs> I won't switch up the, the presents. Don't worry. That okay. goes to my other friend. Uh, what about you, Alicia? I would be a demon that um, inhabits dolls. And when children cut off the doll hair or make some sort of body mod on them, I would just start leaking blood. <sighs> so if they cut off the hair, like through those little pores and the rubber scalp of the doll, just like blood and ooze would start oozing out of it. And an eye would pop out and more blood would gush. Wow. Yeah. Like Class. real Real blood. Real blood. Yeah, of course. Real blood. They got to learn. That's a classic demon. They learn what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That is, that is like a classic haunting style. Like that makes me think of like Amityville horror, is it? I haven't seen any horror movies and now I feel like I'm a plagiarist. No, no. Like we've talked about this before. Like you've got, you've got an imagination for writing horror movies. That's all that means. You're not plagiarizing. I know you come by it honestly. Yeah, like I think um, these ideas come to me so spontaneously during this segment that it worries me. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's just like your brain free associating. It's fine. I said cream jeans. You thought of cream eggs. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be walking past a Purdy's this weekend and I bet they have some. Probably. Get in there early before yeah. other people get them like some <laughs> weird food obsessed Oh, no, wait, that's me. <laughs> um, great demons. Great work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we'd all be friends. We'd all hang out together in hell. I was just imagined us so. having lunch together at the office. Mm -hmm. when, yeah. Right before going, you said that. Going for drinks. Happy hour in hell. Yeah. Lymphs on me, guys. Oh, not lymph. <laughs> Thank you. Should we do acceptable sauces? Sure. Good segue. Speaking of lymph. Acceptable What color do you think lymph is? Because in all the like medical diagrams, it's always green. The lymphatic is system it? is shown in green. I don't think it's really green. I think they just use that to just like, highlight it. Oh. Yeah. Do you want me to look it up? I'm kind of curious. I think it's probably just like clear. I'm nervous. Well, you hope it's clear. Yeah. If you've had enough. Maybe to it drink. changes if you're sick. Oh, definitely. Because your lymph nodes get hard. <laughs> So aroused. <laughs> what color is lymphatic fluid? We're dying to know. How many hits on Google are there for that? 
I don't know how to tell. 6969420420. Yeah, I think it's just shown as green on like body diagrams because the like circulatory system is always like red Mm -hmm. and then blue for the deoxygenated blood. And so clear to yellowish. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that the stuff that comes out when you have like a really bad scrape? Uh, Isn't that plasma? Mm, That makes more sense. Yeah, that's like your platelets trying to make it scab <laughs> it's a future I always scab. remember that it was bad if that was happening yeah it's gonna it's be bad if your lymph is on the outside i'm gonna say mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry for body horror moment <laughs> if it dangles to and fro yeah and tied in a knot tied in a bow uh speaking of sauce though sorry i'm gonna make myself barf what's a, your most acceptable sauce cole is it pineapple my most acceptable, I guess I do have, pineapple is good, um, very acceptable. But I think as a, a recent example, I ran out of salad dressing. Oh, mm-hmm. what did you do? I just didn't, didn't want to eat just plain leaves. What are you, a rabbit? No. What are you, a loser? I'm a, I'm a man. <laughs> um, so I went to the fridge where all the sauces mm-hmm. live and yeah. I surveyed and I chose Dijon mustard, and I put Dijon on my salad. That How works. Was it? it was. It was okay. Yeah. Wasn't, I've had worse. Did you water it down at all with anything? No, or just, just straight, 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 straight squirt mustard. right onto the leaves. Straight squirt. Yep, that's right. You're just hungry. You just want to get it done, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and you know what? It wasn't. Yeah, I would. In a pinch, I would do it again. I would squeeze. Yeah. I would squeeze again. Did you have mayo? Or are you <laughs> out of mayo? <laughs> Uh, I'm not a not a big mayo person. I'll do the Polish mayonnaise. Oh, I think I knew this about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew this about you. What's different Polish about mayonnaise? Very good. Polish mayonnaise. I don't know. I don't think I've ever really had mayonnaise, but I get the Polish okay. mayonnaise because I think it's I'm less Polish. sweet. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, now I want to try because I'm a fan of the Japanese mayonnaise. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of regular. It's a really cute line drawing American. on it. The mm-hmm. Kiwi baby. No, the Polish one, it's like a Les oh. Miserables girl. Oh, yeah, it has like a, a girl on it. Yeah. I think I've seen it in the store, but I just always feel, because like Jay prefers like the standard North American mayonnaise. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, Hellman's. Yeah, and I like the Japanese mayo. So I always think having two types of mayonnaise in the fridge is already extravagant. So that's what prevents me from ever exploring alternative mayos it's like the mayonnaise olympics yeah sort of like (laughs) is this safe even should we be doing this like should i be spreading out the condiments further on the shelf i don't Mm -hmm. know like there's so much money behind it i just Mm -hmm. don't know so much pressure from these marketing goblins yeah yeah um but i want to get the bottle of mayo that has my favorite (laughs) athlete on it well it's you know Covered in mayo. Uh, I feel like I have so many things in the fridge that I've used in a pinch as salad dressing. I've used just mayonnaise before. And I have to say it was great. (laughs) And I don't know why it's not just a salad dressing. And then I remembered that Miracle Whip is a salad dressing. Oh, yeah. They say like spread. Yeah, I think that it was also recommended as like a salad cream. Yeah, I'm not like a salad a, cream. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a British thing. You're going to cream your salad. I, I'm i not a fan of like creamy dressings. I'm much more of like a oil and vinegar style. Mm. And then like 
that's the base. And then if you want to add some mustard to that, if you want to add some lime juice or lemon juice or like, hey, you feel this is just an acceptable sauce situation, though. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make a beautiful, uh, quick vinaigrette situation. It was a... My in acceptable sauce territory, I if I was in your position where I didn't have any traditional dressing on hand, I think I would probably use jam. If I had jam. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> on your salad? Yeah, I've done that before. Like just a little spoonful of raspberry jam, shake it up, maybe okay. like a little oil. <laughs> Okay, so like a raspberry dressing. Yeah. I could see that being good. Yeah, that works for me. I can make like a real fancy dressing. I don't normally, I usually just put some like oil and vinegar, uh, salt and pepper, maybe a little bit of dried rosemary or something, and then <laughs> nutritional yeast. But like if you remove any of those, all those things still taste good together. So I think like the bare minimum would probably just be jam. <laughs> all right this is a, a new one of jam a new one so is dijon on on salad yeah but like now i want to try that honestly because i've got a mustard that i really like right now and i'm like it might just be good as is on its own i'm making salad tonight after this for dinner so dare i get experimental let us know send us a message Please dm do. us yeah Text I, want a, I want a picture six nine for yes no. Text 420 for no, mm -hmm. one for pee, two for poo. We want to hear from you. <laughs> one of us wants to hear from you. Uh, yeah, and it's this pineapple over here. Pineapple. Pineapple. Uh, what's your acceptable sauce, Alicia? Well, this goes back to my one of my original acceptable sauces, which is uh, soy sauce and butter on noodles. Oh, yeah. So the original oh, yeah. recipe that I was introduced to as a 13-year-old child from Jessica and Jacob St. Peter's, uh, the kids that I was babysitting, was beef broth, concentrated beef broth on noodles with butter. And so to say that into my life, a little beef broth has fallen. Doth sprinkle. And uh, as the original butter noodle base, it says, excellent. So just like very salty. Very salty. Very salty, buttery. But that replaces the soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is makes it, an acceptable sauce. Is it more or less or same amount of salty as the soy sauce? Feels a little bit less, but it also, yeah, it's as good, but it's a slightly different good, but very similar. Different profile. <laughs> yeah, like it's a different profile because of the beefiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of the the soyiness, yeah. So my I acceptable know how to sauce. Talk about food. I'm fancy. Is the original a beef concentrate? Beef liquid. Yeah, it's a uh, better than better than something. Better than beef solid. <laughs> beef gas. Beef yeah. gas. Oh, that's a problem. Beef gas. Mm -hmm. Sprinkle it. Yeah. I never. I don't think I'll ever finish this jar of beef stock concentrate. Oh, it's the concentrated kind. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know why I bought it. I think I had a plan in mind for it at the time. What's the uh, uh, scoopability of it? Like, is it hard to scoop into, or does it come up pretty easy? I'd say medium easy. Medium, nice. Yeah, it's it's as thick as like it's thicker than almond butter, for example. Oh. You have to make sure the pan and the butter are quite hot. 
I always think of it as like Vegemite, but it's like not. Um, <laughs> I wonder if Vegemite and butter noodles would be good. Probably. Sounds good. I don't get the like concentrated beef bouillon, but I get, wait a minute. Is this bouillon business? It might be bouillon business. Shit. Bouillon business. Bouillon business. I think it's bullion business. I get the, like the veggie or onion or mushroom, whatever, just like the cubes. But I'm a big fan of if you're ever making rice, just uh, in the water, throw in one of those. So maybe if you're making rice, you could put in a little of your your bullion. Yeah, it's like a that's a great idea, actually. I know you're not a rice uh, maniac like myself, but I love rice and okay. Um, Tesla, a mutual friend Tesla sent me a recipe that I'd already seen, but was like, hmm, I should try that about like these jammy eggs that you make in the air fryer. Oh. Looks so good. Wait, did someone say jam? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of small appliances, Cole, when was the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave. Uh, I have a microwave that I use semi-regularly. Um, mm. You know, heat up leftovers. Yeah. I'm lazy. Classic. I got, uh, my mom got me this little plastic popcorn dome that oh. you put your seeds in, then it goes pop, 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 pop. Um, so I use that. Corn dome. Corn dome. And <laughs> I was on an internet forum. Dangerous place to be. <laughs> Uh, it was a, a, a forum for skateboarders talking about their various gear. Go on. Hard goods, soft goods. Gear. Unzip. And someone was talking about uh, to break a shoe in, you just microwave it for what? Like 10, 10 to 30 seconds. So I tried That's that. It was all extreme. right. Yeah. Are, are we talking like a like the van or are we talking like a sneaker? That has like metal in it. <laughs> uh, old, old schools. So there might be, uh, I don't think there are the metal uh, rivets around the Rivet. shoelace holes. Grommets, yeah. Grommets. Okay. Wallace. Um, <laughs> don't word association. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jazz. <laughs> so I tried that. It was good. It was fine. I don't know if it broke the shoe in any better, but the, the shoe yeah. was hot and then I put my foot in it. Oh. And uh, that's kind of nice. nice. Yeah. 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 That I can imagine. So how, how many seconds are we talking here? I put it in for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. It was a, it was a hot shoe. <sighs> That's yeah, a hot I would shoe. think so. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different things to heat up at different times too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the fabric and that swoosh of the <laughs> like leather on it and then the, the rubber grip. sole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking his shoes is like such a huge deal. So I mm-hmm. think... There was a thing for stretching shoes. I had bought some clogs years ago and they were far too narrow for my feet. And I honestly, it was like stuffing two giant roasts into a tiny little cup, uh, trying to get them on. And I tried so many different things. And one of the things that the internet suggested was putting the shoe in the freezer with a bag of water, like a Ziploc bag of water at the toe. So when it expanded. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that would work on any other shoe, but these shoes were 
a real project. And it was very funny to have to wrestle a frozen bag of water out of a clog. I just realized, like, I've never done any trick to break in a shoe. My trick is just, I guess, wear loose shoes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like this was these shoes that never worked out. That's too bad. And they now uh, belong to Brianna Rayner. That's good. Yeah, they, they found a good home. Work out for her. I Yeah, I think I'm trying to think, like, I haven't bought any new shoes in a really long time, but I'm like, do I just like buy used shoes that are already broken in by like someone else's labor? I'm mm. trying to think. Yeah. Like I just have like boat shoes, which. Yeah. Those are, they've got a wide girth. And I got a wide girth foot. So yeah, it's a real, match made in heaven. They're kind of like convertibles. There's so yeah. much open space at the top. And mostly owned by middle-aged men. That's my, I'm basically yeah. that. Um, I used a microwave this morning to heat up my tea. Uh, nice. I make tea and then I forget about it. And then I'm sad. And then I reheat it. And then I don't finish it. Classic. Jessica, have you even seen a, a microwave in the past two years? I don't believe they exist. Mm. I'm coming out as a, a microwave denier. Oh. Um, mm. this, okay. is, this is the place. This is the forum where mm. I'm going to make my stand. Uh, yeah, I have not owned a microwave in over 10 years. I was just thinking of like a memorable time that I m used a microwave, though. And that was uh, when former guest on the podcast, Adam Fink, uh, was in my band. We were on tour. We were staying in, I believe it was Golden, British Columbia on the oh. night off. We had a, a hotel that had a microwave. And we had, I think... Um, it wasn't TikTok. What was it called? Snapchat. I think yeah. Snapchat. This was at like the height of Snapchat. And I think someone had been, something was trending this post where like, if you I think it might've been Snoop Dogg who sort of perpetuated this trend. But once you roll a joint, you like run it through your lips to get it sort of a little bit moist. And then you pop it in the microwave very briefly. And apparently like the heat seals in, or opens up some sort of magical extra level of the wheat. And so uh, we tried that. I made one, I think I made one or two Snapchat posts that night. That was my, I signed up for Snapchat and I just made a, like a two second long video or maybe five second long video of Adam Fink pulling a joint through his lips, putting it in the microwave, setting it for like two seconds and then taking it out and saying, lick it and stick it. <laughs> okay. And then we smoked the joint and it worked. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, if you have a microwave and you want to test this out, uh, be my guest. But also, I don't know what it does. I just, I think, was following secondhand advice passed down possibly from Snoop Dogg, who seems kind like Kind of an knows, expert. He seems like he yeah. knows what he's talking about. There's a very funny clip of him that I saw today where he was doing a white person's voice and it's like it not only is it perfect it's perfectly funny and uh it really made my day because he went from his normal speaking voice to the voice of somebody who was giving him a bit of a annoying time and it's wonderful look it up you will laugh he uh nailed it uh thanks snoop <laughs> a plus it was a real good day uh to laugh at something like that um microwaves yeah i do they exist I don't know. I'm starting to question. Starting to question. 
You know, I think we have time for potato business. Oh, shit. Let mm-hmm. me grab my potato. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, ow, ow. <laughs> cool. My friend. This Spiky is a really potato. important segment. Mm-hmm. You have some potato business to share? Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Yeah, I think I would just, if anything, uh, just like to express my love for potatoes i really love potatoes big ones small ones mm-hmm. uh put them in soups i fry them make a hash uh oh, hash is the best base for so many so many eggs oh yeah oh yeah uh you can you can bake them uh, yeah oh yeah uh, you can it's versatile it sure is uh, honey and there's also interesting to look at interesting to hold they're kind of uh, ergonomic in that way they fit like in your hand in interesting ways they got a weight to them they sure do there's a lot of things to like about about potatoes and uh, yeah I just I I appreciate them well we appreciate your appreciation thank you I strive to be a potato yeah and you're doing okay getting there I'm pretty close. You're ergonomic. Yeah. You're interesting to hold in hands. I'm lumpy. I got eyes. Mm-hmm. Parts of me are toxic. If, yeah. If you ingest them. Um, yeah. I love potato, too. Love you, I potato. Have two potato businesses. Maybe even three. I've had a big potato week. Oh, wow. With your dad? Yeah. Um, but not just with my dad solo potato we watched all of the righteous gemstones Mm. over the weekend season one i'd already seen it's just as good if not better second time around and there's a scene where john goodman's character throws a potato through a church window and it's wonderful (laughs) he just grabs it and hucks it and destroys a church window um then for dinner i made us a salad and the base was uh, roasted sweet potato and baby potatoes which is always a good base for a salad with asparagus and a homemade vinaigrette, which I think Jessica would have approved of. And then my third nod to potatoes. Every week in the uh, marketing team meeting, we ask like a different question. And this week, my coworker Ivy asked what everybody's favorite type of potato was. And I was like, firstly, copyright infringement or suing you. But also was very surprised that every almost everybody chose French fries. Hmm. Yeah, which is great. Um, but I'm a mashed potato gal. Like that's my favorite potato. Mm. Uh, but I just was delighted to hear everybody's take on potatoes. Yeah, but that is infringement. People are not allowed to talk about potatoes unless it is specifically on our podcast within the segment. I know. Of I business, I did so. reach out to HR. I'm not sure what sort of settlement we want, but let's talk after the podcast. I mean, I would like to be paid in potatoes. Mm. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Potato coin. <laughs> uh, my favorite potato, uh, it remains. Nope. It's not. Hmm? You're, you're pumped to tear. 
Uh, okay, my favorite potato is corn. Okay, that's fine. All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Cole, <laughs> who's your Peppo of the Week? Uh, Peppo of the Week, there are many birds that feed at the feeders on my balcony. Yeah. I would like to imagine that the one that is always sitting on the table out there, uh, it's a little house uh, sparrow, house sparrow. And oh. it likes to fluff itself up. So it looks like it's wearing like a big down coat. Yeah. Which I guess it is. Um, <laughs> it looks good. Very fashionable. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it just looks very cute. Very squishable in a nice way. And it could be all of them doing that. But I would like to think that it's just this one that yeah. has this personal styling choice. Um, and that's that's my puppo of the week. And I hope, hope it's doing all right. Yeah. Do you have a name for that puppo? Uh, no, I do not. I mm. We sort of just communicate with each other silently. We don't exchange names. It's just sort of like this existence that we share. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. You don't want to put a label on it. I understand. Exactly. What do you feed them? Uh, right now, because it's colder out, suet blocks, which they like. Yeah. yeah. They love suet. Mm-hmm. I would like like a human version of a suet block, I think. But instead of like fat, it's like rendered lard or something. I mm-hmm. would have like uh, bricks of like chocolate <laughs> and candy, but like glued together with like dough or something. And I just sort of like work at it. And it's ha- it's hanging from the ceiling and you have to eat it's it that way. It's in a cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to get my like my acrobatic exercise in dangling gotta put in some reinforced brackets into the ceiling <laughs> I, I don't know i think we could figure it out yeah yeah what about a, a base of fudge mm. and then you could have like chocolate pushed into it because suet i think is like a reasonably pliable yeah and where hard chocolate would be really hard to get things out of well, the ch- hard chocolate was going to be like the inclusions. It right. The dough be- was going to be what was holding it together. Yeah, the, but that is a bit too The soft. dough was a suet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let me think about it. Let me think on it. I'm realizing now that I just am describing sort of like uh, ice cream with stuff in it, <laughs> which I do have whenever I want. So That's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Usually about once a month. Um, yeah. Like cookie dough. I <laughs> that is what that is. But it's not in a cage. The cage is the freezer. Yep. And I Break cracked free. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, who is your pup of the week? Uh, my pup of the week is Hank. He is uh, very cute. And I love him. And he really wants to go outside right now. And my other pup is my dad. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jessica? I have five puppos. That's Okay. And they are my horses that I have uh, collected, tamed, named in uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, oh. which is the video game I am still currently playing after now probably about 150 hours. I will name them for you. The first okay. one is named Uggums. Uggums. Okay. She's my first. Uh, then I've got Freckles. Uh, she's got Freckles on her butt. Also, her name is pronounced freckles the way sawyer would say freckles and lost um which is what he refers to kate as uh then i've got old billy 
He's good. And then I've got Mr. Fast Horse, but you're only allowed nine characters when you're naming your horses in this game. Mm. So this is spelled out capital M-R space capital F space capital H-O-R-S. So it looks like M-R-F horse, but it's Mm. Mr. Fast Horse. And then, you know, I've been playing this game for months now, almost exclusively, and I discovered something that I did not know existed. I didn't know this was an aspect of the game, but I found and tamed and now own a giant horse. Mm -hmm. Oh, big compared to the other horses. So big. When I first saw it, I thought it was a normal sized horse surrounded by a bunch of little ponies. Mm. And I got really excited. I was like, oh, I get to get a pony. I get to ride a pony. But no, they were normal size. He was giant. And he's... He's either black or dark brown, and then he has beautiful orange, like a beautiful orange mane and tail, uh, and he's wild, but oh, unlimited stamina, baby. And so he's, I mean, he's my number one puppo. Uh, I named him King Pony, and he's such a good boy. He's so big. He's digital, but I still will feed him an armful of five apples, and he eats them all. It's very cute. It sounds wonderful. Congratulations. I'm a potato now. I live on the couch and I only see digital animals. I love it. I love this. They're still cute. They're still extremely cute. There's no cats in it, though. I don't get it. Hmm. Missed Weird. opportunity. Maybe that the sequel will have cats. Who knows? Speaking of cute, Cole, if people <laughs> want to find you online, if they want to uh, see, do you have any fine shows coming up? No, the fine show is on hiatus. Uh, Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Come on. Understandable. But we did transition that into uh, a small press. So we're going to make some books. Come 2023, you can can flip through fine. That's very exciting. Wonderful. If you want to find me online, uh, you can find me at Twitter at Cole Nowicki. Uh, and I, if you want to read my history, you can go to <laughs> simplemagic.substack.com. I mostly write about skateboarding, but also tried to, oh, did solve the mystery of why that big poodle on Main Street was so dirty. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Filthy. Yeah. So sometimes I just really become dig a private in. investigator. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, it's a so great, great, it's a great tendency to have i'm a fan of that didn't you wasn't there already a book that came out oh fine yeah uh that yeah. is a fine collection volume one so there is a book that is yeah. true wow i'm, gr- I'm great at promo so <laughs> that promo. like i was like i didn't the park, cool. dream that this existed like i read this so i know it's real <laughs> yeah that's still available yeah yep yeah if you go to finepeeriodpress.com you can find that there and hopefully cool. we'll be doing another one of those before too long as well because nice. there's lots of people Incredible. who uh, were on the show who still haven't been in the book yeah alicia that's mm-hmm. exciting alicia i can write you something i don't know why i said that so threateningly i apologize Alicia, i like it i need i need to be pushed and uh kyle had something before christmas and i wrote and it made me really happy yeah. Cool. yeah, I just I love anthologies of things. I love collections where you get to like discover, you know, a bunch of a bunch of works from people who you might not be familiar with because it's great. It's a way to like keep your brain learning and exploring. I love. That it. sounds terrible to me, uh, Jessica. <laughs> um, 
What about you? What about your I'm, stuff? I'm uh, playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, maybe by the time this comes out, I'll be done. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Jay's very excited because there's another video game that's coming out tonight that he's already pre-downloaded. Elden Ring, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm getting off the Zoom and I'm yeah, going to the like lands watching. between. <laughs> Jay tells Amazing. me every day like how big he thinks it's going to be. He's like, I think Elden Ring's going to be really popular, and I was like, Well, yeah. And he was like, Well, it's just, it's just exciting, you know. And I'm like, That no, I'm like, I'm excited for him. He's a big, he's a big fan of Dark Souls, so this mm-hmm. is probably going to take up a lot of his time. So what I'm saying is. If you want to order a tote bag or some other merch, that would be a great excuse for me to get outside of my home and actually walk the block to the post office to mail it to you. So, uh, yeah, I I like forced myself to go outside today just to just to see the sun because I was like, it's been a while. I think it's been pretty cold. I haven't really had any reasons. So I like made up an errand where I was like, I need to move this bag of stuff from near my front door to in my car. <laughs> like that was my big errand. And then I went and I forgot the bag. And then I went again and I forgot my keys. So I'm doing great. It's turned into a lot of different yeah. things, which is I cool. Walked down many different alleys looking for plant <laughs> pots, but no one wants to get rid of free plant pots right now, I guess. Um, yeah, you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com or if you have some money that you would like to give to us, uh, which helps us pay our lovely, wonderful editor, Jay, my husband, to make us sound intelligible uh, and to keep his Elden Ring habit funded you can go to patreon.com slash retail nightmares and there's all sorts of bonus stuff on there probably by now our bonus episode that we just recorded with alicia's dad will be on there so that's very exciting mike tobin i had a very nice time talking with the two of you he's full of stories so many stories um he also vetted some stories with me over lunch and and they were very funny uh including things that I won't tell you on the podcast because we can save them for another episode, but really like pushes for good customer service. Just leave it there. (laughs) I love that. I love that he made a list. And right before we started recording, he was like, where's my list? And then you discovered it. And I was like, I just love seeing lists. And I've been meaning to send you a picture of it. It's been sitting on my kitchen table. A list made by a dad is even cuter. I really like his handwriting. Um, You'll see it. It's so dad. Um, if you want to buy my book, buy my book. If you haven't bought it yet, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter where I get mad at stuff. Please don't follow me on Instagram. Uh, that's pointless. It's just, uh, miserable. Oh, look. Oh, that's a nice one. Uh, uh, an appearance of Alicia's book in the wild sitting very close to Cole's computer. It's probably like holding up something. <laughs> He probably, when he he is down to like zero rolls of toilet paper, uses it, <laughs> which I get. Um, Cole, it's been so great hanging out with you. Um, hope to bump into you as the months turn to better and brighter weather. And I will be sub- uh, subscribing to your newsletter to find out about the poodle, learn about this piss puddle and keep in touch in a new way. Yeah, and read about skateboarding. It's yeah. Most, it's mostly skateboarding. Before I learned something. I love skateboarding. 
It's there, pretty cool. There we go. And yeah, thank you. I'm scared of skateboards, but otherwise I'm fine with them. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a blast. And uh, yeah, hopefully see y'all out there before too long. IRL. Yeah. IRL. Catch you on the flip side, dude Meister. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cab- cabbage man out. Cabbage cool man. Qu- quacker man. <laughs> quacker man. <laughs> quacker man. Okay, um, bye. Thank you. I love you all. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. One, two, three. Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Ann Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Right. Oh, cool. I'm a duck now. Sorry. Oh, uh, that's a good choice. Ducks I'm are lovely. Quacker man. <laughs> a quacker man. I'm a quacker man. That's yeah. right. Speaking of quackle man. <laughs> no, that's not a good way to introduce our guest. What? I'm trying really hard here to keep I'm, it fresh. I am throwing you off. I'm the only quacker man. <laughs> okay. But what if our guest wants to also be a quacker man? I mean, yeah. Join the club. <laughs> I'm happy well, to let's ask. Him. Let's ask. Uh, this week, we have a returning guest, second time. Uh, it's our friend. It's author. Uh, author? Writer? Um, this is your third time here? Third time, yeah. Let's start this whole thing again.